Good morning. This is Roy Moore, and this is What Did It Take? This is our third episode, and we will be discussing entrepreneurship. This morning, I have Earl Gorman, the founder and CEO of Genesis Group, a software systems engineering and acquisitions firm. How you doing, Earl? Doing well, man. Doing well. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you for coming on the, this podcast to share some lessons learned and uh, part with some of your wisdoms being an um, entrepreneur and business owner. I, I'm really humbled to have you here this morning. Thank you for that. I really appreciate it, man. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, thinking of me, man. I'm a, I, I am an entrepreneur, and I, <laughs> I think I may have some, some uh, you know, small nuggets to pass on to folks. Uh, so uh, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, it's no problem, brother. It's no problem. So the first question I have for you is that um, what, what was your inspiration to start this company? Well, I mean, it, it kind of dates back. This is like my fifth company. So I've started I, I started companies back in, you know, elementary school when I realized that, you know, the kids on the bus really needed some candy, you know. And so I, I started I started. <laughs> Going to the 7-Eleven, you know, at night, and then I'll have candy when we were on the ride back, you know, from the school. So, you know, that's kind of how it started for me. So I've always had, like, that entrepreneurial spirit. And so uh, with this company, uh, I kind of realized that there was a need for, you know, more of an agile company, a, a company that can shift and pivot quickly and be able to support uh, the government in, in, in multiple ways. So you've always had that... Uh... That, that grit and that uh, that go get itness and just just going out there making it happen. Yeah, man. It's uh, anytime I recognize the need. Even in in college, man, I had uh, I had a company called Interactive Exchange, and the slogan was "Beat the Bookstore." Because I realized that you know you would go to the I was an engineering student, so when I go pick up my books, I'd pay a hundred dollars for the book, and this was back then, you know. And then I'll take it back at the end of the semester to the bookstore and they'll buy it back for $25 and put it back on the shelf for 80 So I said, now this is, this is highway robbery here, right? So I said, you know, we need a way to uh, beat the bookstore. And so basically I built a website that allowed students to log in and exchange books. So you can post the books that you had and then other students could post the books that they had and then you can exchange them because, you know, we were all taking the same classes anyway, just different semesters. So, yeah, I did that and uh, I did that in college It worked out pretty good. Uh, didn't get a big buyout by Microsoft or anything, but uh, <laughs> it worked. It worked out for a few students who uh, who actually logged in and joined up. Well, that sounds, that sounds great, man. Like from the very beginning, you've had the ability to see a need and not only fulfill a need, but actually add value to others while filling said need. That's a, that's amazing. So at least that leaves me um, my next question. And I believe listening to you speak, you possibly have already answered it. But um, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you anyway, and I'll let you uh, to put some things out there for the listeners. What um, in building the, the Genesis group? What were some of the deciding factors that, um, that, that put you in this direction, that put you, um, put, put you on a path to want to build systems for the government, vice, just for the private sector and everybody else, but specifically, what, what made you do what you're doing right now? Well, I mean, there's, yeah, so I, I talked about a little bit in terms of, you know, 
I, I realized that there needed to be a firm that was a little bit more agile, being able to provide the government multi uh, uh, support in, in different areas, right? So we wanted to be able to do IT, so technology, uh, cyber, uh, and then also acquisition support. So developing acquisition strategies documents, participating in all of the program management and system engineering uh, reviews. So we were we wanted to be able to do that uh, for the government. So that's that's one side. The second side is, you know, I, I never I'm, I'm too too old to uh, to put on a uniform, right? And so I. <laughs> I I appreciate, you know, everything that, you know, you guys uh, do out there for us. So because, you know, freedom is, is, is only on, only uh, free because you guys are out there doing all of the work, you know, for us. And so because I couldn't do that, it's too late. You know, I got my, my flat feet. I can't really see really well. I wanted to support in the way that I could. And I feel like being, you know, having a company that is a defense company and that we can go out and we can support the warfighter. And the things that we are experts in from the, you know, the cybersecurity aspect, the technology aspect and the and getting, you know, the acquisition aspect to get uh, the, the, the warfighter what what they need and, and when they need it. Well, that sounds amazing. And first and foremost, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support and thank you for that perspective you have of not asking what you what your country could do for you, but what can you do for your country? Uh, I don't like to use cliches, but that just popped into my grip right now. Yeah, that works. That works. So, so yeah, so yeah, so yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate the support and the way you the way you think about us and and our, and our nation. Um, so coming into this industry, it's a very robust industry. Uh, attempting to gain government contracts, uh, bidding, bidding in the right place at the right time, and and just keep just keep going. So, along those lines of 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 staying staying being Johnny on the spot and staying on it, what where how you where, what's your drive? How do you sustain your drive? Where are you getting your drive from? What's keep what what's the the push that gets you up every morning and makes you keep going forward? Makes you just persevere what what is what is that well i mean it's uh that's a that's a that's a great question uh there's a there's a lot of things in a lot of different areas i mean one you know i feel like like i mentioned before you know that that entrepreneurial spirit i i love what i do you know i i love the idea that i am getting up and being able to drive a a company and and make decisions uh, based on what I think needs to be done, so I, I love that feeling. But then, with that, there comes a lot of responsibility. You know, you gotta you gotta be prepared for that. You know, you can't you can't wake up and say, "Yeah, I'm gonna make a decision on this," but I don't have the knowledge, or I didn't I didn't pull in the work, so to say, to understand what needs to go into that decision. So, a lot of the time that I spend, which which drives us, I, I don't like to do that. I don't like to make decisions without having all of the knowledge that I need to do. And so, to get that. I got to work extremely hard to glean all of the information that, that, that I can to make to make those decisions. Um, the other thing is that, you know, my why, you know, my, my, my ultimate why as a, as a business owner is to be able to have as much control over my time as possible. Uh, you know, and, and so that only comes with, 
you know, putting in as much work as you can up front so that in the end you can you can get you can get more time. Right. So everybody always asks, it's like, why would you why would you want to quit a 40 hour week job to, to, to start an 80 hour week job? Right. And so that is that is so true. You know, when you when you become an uh, entrepreneur, your work doubles at least. Uh, but that's only for a short period of time. You know, and then after that happens, after you put in the work and you 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 build the infrastructure, you are able to then it kind of works like it should. There are systems and uh, and and people in place to keep the company going. And so ultimately, now at this point in time, I do have a little bit more uh, freedom to be able to you know take the kids out, uh, play you know play a little tennis and spend a little extra time uh, with the wife and just kind of do those things that that I really want really want to do. Hmm. I can understand that. And you know, and something you said that um that reminds me of something that um I actually used to tell well I still do tell the Marines when it comes to mission accomplishment and accomplishing that task. And I always tell them, like, work hard. Your goal should be and and I don't know, not saying this, it, now I'm thinking about it. It may not 100% line up what you're saying. might sound kind of jazzy. So, <laughs> But I always tell the Marines, it's like, if you work, you should work hard with the intent of not working. And it's like, well, well what does that mean? If Just like you said, if you, on the front end, if you build your teams, you build your systems, you build your knowledge, you put your managers in place, then your system should run itself with little to no maintenance here and there. So what does that leave you as a leader? That leaves you external to the system that you created. So now you're developing those managers that's controlling your system. So in, in, so in retrospect, the amount of work that you're, that you will be doing on the back end and respect to the amount of work that you did on the front end is relatively none because you were there putting in the foundation. You were there pulling in the people. You were there uh, training. You were, you were always there. Like you said, those 80, those 80 hour weeks, you were always there. But again, to your point, once you create that infrastructure, now you can take that step back. And you could go from the eighty-hour week to the back to the forty-hour week, or whatever hours you you may want to work. Now you have the autonomy to look to step back and look at this great thing that you, along with your team, you just achieved. So when I say work hard, so you don't have to work at all, I don't mean like necessarily like just quitting and not working, but in in respect to what you were doing, now you can do what you want to do. Does that make, does that make yeah, sense? absolutely, and that's absolutely right. I mean, and it's and it's work, and I think, and I say too, like the the work is is almost like you are working as hard as you can on the on everything, so that later on you can work on the things that you want to work on, right? So the idea that you will stop working may not be in play, right? Because you know there's still there's still work to be done, but. It's more focused on the things that you love to do. And that's what I was saying earlier. It's like that, that, that's what drives me is that I get to do now the things that I that I want to do. You know, when I, I when I first started the company, I was doing everything. You know, I was doing payroll. I was, <laughs> you know, I was doing all of the HR stuff. I was doing all of the accounting and stuff. And now 
that's all being done for me, right? I've got people who do that. I've got systems in place who, 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 that, can, that can achieve that. And so now I get to work on the, the stuff that I love, which is basically you know, building relationships and coming up with new ideals for a, that are able to automate and to support the, the, our clients. Amazing. Amazing. That's amazing, man. I'm happy. I'm happy for you. I'm really happy for you. <laughs> and I, and I, like, I like talking to you about your business. Every time I talk to you about your business, it's just like, like uh, you go, it's almost like sometimes like you, you be a stoic individual, just quiet, cool, coming. And when you start talking about your business, you just light up and just like, <laughs> yeah, you start man. telling me all these different things. And yeah, man. So now keeping, in, keeping that in mind, when we're talking about systems, for yourself personally, what, what are some methods of systems that you have for yourself to to maintain your resilience, to give you the ability to go through those tough times, bounce back, and then go right back at it again. What what are some what are some things you you do personally to keep yourself in the game mentally and physically? Well, so so systems is a great that's a great question. So I I, I sat down and, and thought about that too because and that's a great segue from what we just talked about. It was like okay, so what based on the fact that I, I put in the hours in the beginning, right? And now I'm at a place where I kind of have the autonomy to kind of do the things that I want to do. What will always be in play as an owner, right? And so you will always be recruiting, right? Because you, as you grow, you know, you always have to have people in place to do, to do those jobs. You know, there will always be a financial aspect of it where you have to manage contracts and, and hours and, and that, and that kind of thing. And so, I built a system. So we built our own system. So I was like, okay, well, how do I manage this? And I looked around for different systems to be able to do certain things. And I couldn't really find it. I couldn't really find a system that had everything in it that I, that I wanted from the, like, you know, like I mentioned, the, the recruiting piece, the, the financial piece, also, you know, business development uh, piece and, you know, being able to manage from a uh, a high level view, all of the tasks and everything that are going on within the company. So we built it. So Agile AX was a, a, a tool that, that we built. And it started as a tool for that, for, for me to be able to log in in the morning and see where we are as a company, you know. And so here's my dashboard that I've, that I've built. And if, if, the, if it's all green, I shut everything down and go to the beach. I'm just kidding. I don't do that. But, but that's the that's the idea, though, right? I mean, you know, yeah. you, you you pull it up and then you say, okay, well, and then it, and then the specific areas, you know, if there's anything on that that dashboard that's red, I can target that immediately. You know, whatever time in the morning it is, I get up at 4:30 in the morning every morning, and if if I see that and there's a red there, boom, I'm, I know where my focus is going to be for the day, and it's going to be. Uh, 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 you know, mitigating that, that, that red, you know, bringing that red to down to, to a green. And if it's yellow and the same thing. So that kind of helps me with systems and, and managing the company internally. And it also provides a real easy way for me to see instantly what is going on within the company. And it allows my team to be able to communicate with me outside of like email and, and, and text messages. You know, as long as they're updating their system and doing what they're supposed to do, it, it reflects up to me through the dashboard. So that's, that's one thing that I do as, a, as the owner of the company. The other thing I do, man, is, you know, this is probably your, your thing too. You know, I like to hit the gym, man. I hit, hit the gym in the morning, <laughs> you know, get my, 
give them a run in, you know, get yeah. a little get a little lifting in. Because I just feel like that, you know, whatever it is, and you know, I'm not too hip to endorphins or whatever the chemical aspects of it that starts to fire, you know, inside of you in the morning time. That just kind of gets you revved up and, and, and ready for the day. So I would say the dashboard and Agile AX is the mental piece and then the, then the workout is a, is a physical piece. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I see you. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, so now, now, now you, you put everything together, you have your systems and your teams in place. Now that you are where you are, the, the mental space, the physical space, the spiritual what are three lessons that you know right now or you have learned that you wish you knew when this all started? Three lessons. Uh, well, so w- one thing is that there's, there's no way around the work. You know, that's, that's number one. I mean, you're going to put in ridiculous amount of time, uh, hours, and, you know, being able to make those sacrifices to do that is is critical, right? And I thought that I mean I was always a you know hard worker in, in, in school and college and stuff. Uh, I did party a little bit, you know, from time to time. But you know that is one thing that I would have to say, you know, to some you know to somebody coming up is there, there's no way around that. You know, even though, even though you may see somebody who's achieved success right now, you didn't see the the sleepless nights that they put in, the sleeping under their desks where they were, you know, trying to think of things and creating things. And so that would be that would be one thing that I would I would say. Uh, second thing I would say is during that time, though, you got to enjoy, you know, you got to enjoy the journey because it's 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 going to be it's going to be hard. But when you look back on it, it's going to be fun. You know, it's, it's so it's so amazing to me at times that, you know, when you're in a struggle, you can only think about that struggle. You can only think about the fact that you're exhausted. You can only think about the fact that you're not sure about what's going to happen. But as soon as you're out of that, when you look back on it, you're like, man, that was some that was some good times. You know, I pushed I pushed hard. You know, it's just like working out. Right. When you get done and you bench, you know, you, you, t- you take it up to that next bench. You know, I don't know. You bench it probably like four or five hundred pounds now, man. Yeah. But, but, you know, <laughs> but, you know, when you take it up to that next level, it was hard right there. When you were under that bar, it's hard. But once you throw it up, you get up in the rest for the rest of the week, for the rest of the month. You motivated on, on that, right? And you think about the journey for how you got there and all of the work that you put in to get there. And now you've, you've kind of realized that. And so I would say appreciate more that time, that time in the journey. Um, and then realize that once you get there, once you get to the, once you get to the destination, it's only temporary, right? Because once you get there, as soon as you, you, you put it up, as soon as you get a system in place, as soon as you close a deal as soon as you get that that uh weight off your chest then you start thinking well, what i'm going to do next and it's only beginning it's only the destination is only a beginning to a new journey right and so that's why i say that if people think that they're going to arrive at a place and that's going to make them happy that's that's a that's that's false you know because you're only going to start on another journey at that time so the key is to enjoy the journey while you're in it you know what? I like that. I'm writing that down. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. I, 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 how, how you said it? 
a destination is only the beginning of a new journey. Yep. Yeah. I like that. That's one of my that's one of my new things now. And um I was listening to these these speakers and it was like on this leadership stuff and it was like you always got a catalog because that's how that's how you learn things. That's how you get better by listening to people who know what they're talking about, know what they're doing. When you hear a good quote, humble yourself and write it down. Guess what? You might use that quote later on. I, I'm gonna give you. I, I'm gonna give you credit for it. I ain't gonna take it. <laughs> <laughs> you said you, what you put your name down. Put your initials yeah. down next to it at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know this, this quote might help somebody else, somewhere else. Okay. Now. Um, so out of, out of those three lessons or the lessons that you've learned thus far, uh, for your follow-on segments, um, what what have you, if you haven't decided yet, then we could, we could announce it another time. But if you have right now, what are you willing to, uh, what lesson are you willing to discuss with the listeners or to elaborate on and dissect for the listeners? Uh well, I mean, yeah, I would say I would say that, you know, perseverance. I mean, that's that's one of our, you know, core values in the company, you know, and, and one of my core values, because I, I feel like, you know, a lot of times people don't, you know, like I'm, I'm I'll outwork you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Will Smith said that, you know, a long time ago about being on a treadmill, you know, maybe maybe not on the treadmill, because, you know, if I if me and you run side by side, you, you, you know, I won't. I won't die before I get off the treadmill, like he said, right? But the ideal is that, you know, I'm going to work harder than, you know, a lot of, a lot of people. And, 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 you know, I'm not, I'm not any smarter. I don't have any, you know, more God-given talent than the next guy. However, you know, I go as hard as possible, you know, in terms of, in terms of the work. And, you know, depending on what area, you know, you're, you're in, you know, going going that hard, creating, creating that focused time, you know, and learning all of the things that are in that area to be successful in that area is one of the, one of the things that I would talk about. Because I've noticed, even with folks that we've interviewed, uh, and I can't say we hired them though, right? Because I mean, we interviewed them and you can see in an interview a lot of times the work ethic. You know, and I, I'm and like, if you come to me and you, if you've got listed here on your resume, you've got a ton of degrees and you've, you've done all of this stuff. But um, when I ask you about work and you say, oh, man, you know, at you know, 345, I got to be in my car on my way back back home. Um, that to me kind of highlights, you know, who you are and your and your work ethic. And I would rather for to hire the person that comes to me that doesn't necessarily have all of those degrees, doesn't have all of the unique experience, but is ready to go to work. Uh, so because I feel like in that spirit, in that in that in that ability, they are will become so much more valuable in the in the long run. So, yeah, that would be one of the things that I would I would definitely talk about in terms of uh, is uh, is perseverance. All right. Now, thank you for that last bit where you talked about uh, work ethic, because as you know, um, I don't uh, pay a whole lot of attention to generations and things of that nature. But, you know, over the last couple of years, I keep hearing, you know, this new generation, they don't like to work and yada, 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 things of that nature. But to your point, if you get a person with the willingness, you know, they don't always necessarily need the ability. But if they are willing, you can build ability. 
You can't build willingness. You can find maybe you can find it, but you can't build a, you can't build uh willingness. But they come there willing. Yeah. We we'll help you get there. We'll help you get there. Right. All right. All right. Well, Earl, um, thank you for your time. Again, thank you for coming over here. And it's always an honor and a pleasure uh, talking to you about leadership, talking to you about ideas, and, and just talking to you about uh, evolution and e- evolving as a human being and as a man, as a father, uh, spiritually, all these different all the different things we do talk about. You know, I ain't going right. to put it all on here in this podcast, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. right. That's, a whole, that's a whole other podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but I, I I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you coming on here, and um, to all our listeners out there, um, as as he just explained to you all in his subsequent um, segments, he's going to be talking to you, speaking to you all about uh, perseverance. So once again, Errol Gorman, with the CEO and founder of the Genesis Group. I thank you, and uh, I look forward to seeing you again in person, brother. All right. Thanks, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. All right. No problem. All right. All right. <laughs> that wraps up this episode of What Did It Take? I thank you all for tuning in. I thank you all for sharing. And stay safe, stay hungry, and keep learning. <laughs> <laughs>